From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest Jeff Tate. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to another episode of Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. <laughs> Boom. Thank you guys for listening. It is late August, August 20th. If you're listening to this the moment it comes out, if you're listening to it another time, that's on you. I can't tell you when you're listening to this. But if you listen to it now, you know what I'm saying. So we're we're getting there. We're getting there. It's late summer. We're approaching fall, and then that gets followed by winter, and then it's Christmas. And you know, and we're just gonna keep going. We'll get to the Christmas talk, maybe in a bit. My, you know, I have a special guest coming by here uh, any minute now, and I think that oh, Ruby, shut up. Let me get the door. Jeff Tate, come on in. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you. How you doing, man? Doing pretty well. Thanks for coming by. It's my pleasure. I was in the neighborhood. You are. You apparently live I'm kind always, of in yeah. the neighborhood. I'm always in the neighborhood. Yeah. You're, uh, usually everybody bitches about coming over here, but it uh, sounds like it was pretty easy for you. No, it was easy. Nice. It was easy for me to do it. <laughs> uh and uh, so th- are you kind of new to L.A.? Is that the deal? Yeah. Or no? I am. I moved to Los Angeles in February. Okay. So from, is it Cincinnati? Cincinnati, yeah. Okay. And that's where you're from? That's where you grew up? or that, were you That's just where I grew up. I moved to Cincinnati in 1991. Okay. So that's the place that feels the most like where I'm from. Yeah. I was in a lot of places before that, but Cincinnati feels like where I'm from. Gotcha. Yeah. So you spent a lot of time at barley corns. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's you've been that's to barley corns <laughs> once when I was very young. <laughs> my family oh my had uh, so my family had family that lived there, and I remember going there as a kid. And I remember we all went to barley corns. Your family's family is your family. I know, but yeah. you know I don't see them too often. So <laughs> for some reason, I feel the need to call them my family's family. I think I have been to barley corns. Maybe three times in my life. You got two on me then. Well, I lived there too. (laughs) You've been there once and you went to Barleycorns. I was probably seven years old. That may even be generous at this point. I think I'm guessing on the three also. I'm only aware of one. (laughs) I also, I'm sitting on $60 in Barleycorns gift certificates. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How did you get those? There's a radio station I'm on a lot in Cincinnati when I'm there. And when I lived there, I did it all the time. Uh-huh. And uh, one day we had to go do, uh, there was like a listener lunch thing where they won a lunch with the radio show people. Uh-huh. And the people who won specifically asked if I, w- if I was going to be at the lunch. Uh-huh. And so 
barley corns wanted me to come to the lunch, but they couldn't. Uh, but since nothing pays anything, <laughs> they gave me gift certificates <laughs> to make it worth my time. That was about a that was a year ago. Uh huh. Still, so I got six. I got sixty dollars in barley corns <laughs> gift certificates. Ready to go. When you showed up here today, <laughs> did you expect to talk about barley corns? No, I don't think I've. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a conversation about barley corns. <laughs> I forgot. Kinda, it's kind of one of my only Cincinnati references. I feel like I know that from being a kid, and it's just because you guys a, never, you guys never went through Cincinnati. Oh no, I did all the time, but I would always play Bogarts. That's yeah. my only other reference. I feel like I, oh, I can't not... think of another venue that I played in in Cincinnati. When were you two? When when what was the time frame? Uh, 2002 through 2013. I can't think of one either. <laughs> it was All like the every ones. tour we did went through Bogarts. That's too bad. Because <laughs> it's, uh, so that's, that's my main I just, knowledge of Cincinnati. <laughs> I opened for Tracy Morgan at Bogarts a couple of, like, two months ago. Really? Or three months ago, something like that, yeah. Uh, April. I happened to be in town. Uh-huh. And uh, whoever was supposed to open for him got sick. And someone found out I was in town, so I got to do it. Yeah. How was that? It was really fun. Uh, Tracy Morgan is super nice and not crazy. Really? Like, disappointingly not crazy. <laughs> I thought he was going to be classic Tracy Morgan and I have some cool story, but just couldn't have been nicer. Uh, very funny on stage. Yeah. And uh, that... So my story is nothing. My story is Tracy Morgan is a <laughs> very right. nice it's, you guy. Know, it's at least it's at least a nice ending, you know, to that. Yeah. It's, it's you're not. Uh, it's better than him being a dick, even though you wanted <laughs> him to be crazy. At least he was nice. If he's not yeah. going to be crazy, <laughs> let's have him be nice. Yeah, well, yeah, that was like the second best option. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he could have been a dick, but not crazy. And then I got nothing but a real bummer of an evening. <laughs> right. Yeah, I literally, I'm, I'm trying to think of anywhere else i feel like is there a because uh, i did a lot of warp tours and i feel like they those went through cincinnati i think and i think those would always be like at some arena that was over there outside probably yeah the oh, ri- definitely river bend yeah yeah i think that place it. yeah well that's pretty rad man so we have played the same venue once <laughs> right. and uh i there's no way i would never play river bend because there's no i don't know why they would ever have a comic at Riverbend, <laughs> and even right. if they did, I'd probably say no. <clears throat> yeah, like it would have to be a ridiculous amount of money to put myself through that. <laughs> yeah, understandable. I feel like there, there's a few. Maybe it happened a couple of times where we played places that were maybe like considered the Cincinnati show, but they were technically in Kentucky. Which I know the Cincinnati airport technically in Kentucky. Right, the greater Cincinnati area extends through parts yeah. of uh, the a tiny corner of Indiana <coughs> and northern Kentucky. Yeah. So maybe you played the Southgate House or something cuz that was a, mm. an old house near the river. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh, you know what? I remember playing a uh Is it called Jillian's? Is that what oh, it is? Good goddamn. <laughs> It's basically Dave and Buster's, but it's called Jillian's, right? Yeah, Am I making that up? Or is that right? Nope, that's a place. It's just like Dave and Buster's, except it's taller. Mm-hmm. I saw a Chicago cover band there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did. Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> that, weird, place, but... that, that place is absurd. It's for sale now. Really? 
Yeah, it's been closed forever. I just saw it. Uh, <clears throat> last time I was there, going to the airport, I drove by and saw it. saw a big for sale sign on it. Uh-huh. It was a nice building. Yeah, I think I was only there once ever, but that oh, one man. came to mind. Was that Covington? Is that what the city is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel uh, like I don't know what the Warp Tour is now. I, I always had some. Either. I always had some conception of what that was, and it. I would never have thought that. I just thought it was like heavy. It's kind of been all like over metal. The, yeah. Well, it started out as a. Uh, well, the dog's doing a little butt slide across the carpet there. Sure. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's its roots are uh, being a punk tour. But it's like changed so many times. I think they still consider themselves that, but it's it has, I think, in recent years gotten a lot heavier and a lot of the like screamy young bands doing it. Uh Okay. Yeah. So I was I, so I was wrong at the beginning, but not now. Kinda, yeah. It's, and it's has kinda... it always been about shoes? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think Vans has always been involved. I think they even took the shoe thing to a new level level this past year because I think it became the Vans Warp Tour presented by Journeys. Oh, so they so now they added a yeah. now they added a retailer yeah. to the mix. Uh-huh. Well, did they do you're not even wearing Vans. No. Do you have Vans? Uh Did you get I, vans for did, doing the tour I, we did we did uh always at least get a pair i think every now day. have you seen looking around this room i would have to assume that you have those star wars vans i actually do not don't don't think i haven't looked at them i've looked <laughs> at them too but i i can't pull the trigger like i yeah, just i look i'm like ah, this seems ridiculous like, yeah. i can't believe they come in my size <laughs> that's what i look when i see them I'm like these are for adults <laughs> Or like a child with huge feet. Like it doesn't make any sense that the they shouldn't even allow people our age to be able to purchase these. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat. Where I've looked at them and like, oh, those are kind of cool, but at the same time, I it would it, the second they went on my feet, I would just be super self conscious all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at my feet. This is how much I like this movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, if they had some weird collection with a bunch of random movies, like if I could get, uh, like, mm, what what would be a good one? Like, if I could get Con Air vans, <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> if, like for some reason, Star Wars feels like, like saying you like Star Wars is like, of course, of course you do. Like right. who doesn't? <laughs> And it's but, it's to the point where if somebody our age says they don't like Star Wars, you're like, ah, just just fuck you. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. You're desperately like that, trying to be. It started to turn that corner, though, where a lot of people do that now, though, I think. Because of the prequels, I feel like it's made a lot of people say that. That's not fair. No? No, it's fair. You, what you're saying is fair. I'm saying yeah. what they're saying is not fair. Like, you can't right. No, I, I, I got you. I, I'm with you there. It's like, I don't like Frasier. But I like Cheers. <laughs> and you love the Cheers. People that, I do love Cheers. But the people that assume that I like Frasier just because I like Cheers, that's the same thing as assuming, like not being able to separate the two. Right. Is, I, it's just a separate. Like It just unfortunately has some of the same character names. <laughs> so do you, do you literally 
not like Frasier, or is just not to the extent that you like Cheers? I like Frasier like I like Night Court or just any other TV show I remember watching and don't. Like, I, I didn't hate it, but I'm not going to – I can't talk about it like I can talk about Cheers, and I can't – I don't watch it. Like, it's on Netflix. I don't watch it. Oh, is it on – I don't even think I knew it was on Netflix. I knew it, Cheers was. Yeah. Of course. Of course you know Cheers is. It's the good one. <laughs> I just think that it's so it's so far from what we – what they just ignored what the – what Cheers was about to make this show and just yeah. kept the same guy's name. That's exactly how I feel about the prequels. <laughs> right? just, I also realized that I was making a mistake and I I thought until episode one came out in uh-huh. nineteen ninety eight, I thought Star Wars But go ahead. Was it ninety nine? Yeah shit. <laughs> All right, ninety nine. Uh I thought Star Wars was about Han Solo. Okay. And it wasn't. It was about Luke. Uh-huh. I just always watched it like it was about Han. Like, Han was the most interesting. Yeah, yeah. Most fun guy to watch. So I just assumed when the prequel when the prequels happened, to be be all about how Han Solo got himself to that bar that one wrong day. <laughs> they don't even mention him. No, which, let's be thankful for that, though, I think. Yeah, they, I mean, they left it open for these new guys to do a good job with it, but... Yeah, yeah, so, it's gonna be uh, weird seeing uh, old Han. Eh, I don't think so. Harrison Ford has kept himself together. Yeah, yeah that's true. He, it's good. It'll be less weird seeing old Han than old Luke. I guess old Luke. Yeah, they're gonna have to come up with some story. <laughs> I mean, it's in outer space. Getting your face burned by acid is not that unlikely. <laughs> old Leia. Oh yeah, is that's be a probably tough the worst also. of all. <laughs> Unfortunately, but Han Solo just or like Harrison Ford just looks like Han Solo, but with gray hair now. Like he yeah. just it's not like he got fat or bald or yeah, broke he, his he's nose aged a bunch of the most gracefully of anyone, and is probably and is definitely the oldest of anyone. But yet is uh, he's doing all right, so he'll be fine. So I guess my point is, if anybody from Vans is listening, why only <laughs> Star Wars? Why not open it up? <laughs> just The Rock. How about The Rock? That'd be a fun. Movie shoe. Oh, that would be incredible. <laughs> they just start doing these weird, like not that that's an obscure movie, but it's a real weird movie to make a shoe on. But is there how, is there a shoe that exists otherwise for a movie? Otherwise, I don't know. I don't. I've never seen it before. That's why. Yeah, that's why I'm drawn to these. But I can't. I yeah. can't do it. Like I don't. I don't even know if I could wear a Star Wars T-shirt. No, I have. I have a few. I'll. I'll be honest. Oh, I, I own a bunch. Yeah. I just, just have, the older I get, the more it's like I don't want to, I don't want to wear stuff that will start a conversation, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even if it's about something I like. Right? I just no, don't want to do it. I totally get that because I I do I have a few, but I always feel a little weird when I put them on. I like wearing plain t-shirts. I got buttons on my jacket, but if 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 they're going to start a conversation, that means you have already gotten close enough to me to see what they are. Right. So we're probably already having a conversation, <laughs> at which point the buttons will just direct it into something I want to talk about, <laughs> or I know, I know something about at least. You have no cheers buttons on there? No, I haven't yeah. seen any cheers buttons. You could always make them. That's what I hear. <laughs> I haven't yet. So what? What is the? Uh, 
I assu- I'm assuming you and I are kind of similar in age. What, how old are you, if I may ask? I'm 36. I'm about to be 36 in one month. Really? Yeah. Well, I've been 36. Uh, my, ber- my birthday was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday. So we are a month apart. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Uh, so, so, okay, yeah, you're, you, so you fall into that right age group for Cheers, I guess, because, yeah, I feel like even, we're, I feel like we're almost kind of even at, like, a cutoff point to have that love. So, I assume you watched it during its normal I watched it when it was on. I watched it when it was on. I watched it, uh, in reruns. Mm Mm-hmm. The first syndication run. And then, uh. When I got a DVR, that really changed it. That made it so much easier to to just watch them all. Uh-huh. And when I got, uh, and then when they when we got Netflix, that just was like, oh, now I just have these all the time. They took it off Netflix for a day. And <laughs> just I, one day. Yeah, I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> and it was the middle of the night. I had to go to Wisconsin for a gig, and it was one of those where you got to be there a day early because I got to do radio in the morning. But I didn't want to just go there a day early. Uh-huh. So I did a show in Chicago and then went from Chicago up to uh, the town of Wisconsin. Like, got there super late. Uh, but before I had to get picked up for radio, so it was perfectly responsible. And I go to turn on Cheers to f- fall asleep for two hours, and it's not there anymore. And I freaked out. <laughs> I wrote a strongly worded email. <laughs> I started tweeting up tweeting about it and uh-huh. the people on twitter are great because if they're like twitter followers are active people like they yeah. if they follow you they want to know what you're like you're up to i guess right so when i start tweeting about this like come on netflix you're ru-, like I, the phrase i remember is i am not uh i'm not being hyperbolic when i say this ruins my life and other people started doing it too, and then Netflix started responding, uh-huh. and they were like, "We will get this fixed right away. We don't know what happened." <laughs> like, and it was back on a day later. Oh, it so back it on. was actually just like an error on their part. I thought it I don't know. Like, it didn't. Uh, it didn't say it was an error. It right. just said Netflix is, or it just said Cheers is not available. It just had that standard, like when you type something in that's not available to stream, uh-huh. and it's just like you can sign up for this if you want, get it mailed to you. I was like, I don't want to mail it to me. This was on here. This is the only reason I still have Netflix. <laughs> and they, uh, they put it. They just put it back on. I don't know. It must have been an accident, right? Like, there's no way that they read my email and were like, we should, we should put this back on. <laughs> uh, that's pretty incredible. So, how, and and you do uh, your podcast is called Afternoon Everybody, right? Yep. <laughs> and so I, I have not. I will admit, I have not yet. Listen, it's it is on my list of of things to listen to. No, uh, that's okay, man. There's a million podcasts. I know. Uh, but so, do, are you doing? Are you going in order with the episodes, or how? how what is the? It actual depends on. Uh, it? it depends on who's 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 the guest is. Like if it's if it's somebody I know. Uh, there's there's a weird way of saying it where it's like. <laughs> If it's somebody I know well enough to be like, hey, uh, and I know that they have time, uh-huh. I'd be like, hey, do you mind watching this particular episode or these two episodes or whatever? But then if it's somebody that I know is just crazy busy and is really just going like going out of their way to do me a favor, I'd be yeah. like, fuck it. You, got, you can do whatever you want. Uh-huh. 
because I don't want to get like if somebody because I've had a couple of people say they want to do it who I never thought would do it right and I'm like what, what I'm not going to also give you homework <laughs> you can just come in and talk about whatever you want whatever cheers you want because I can keep up yeah I've I'm I'm knowledge like I know the episodes enough that it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to I don't want to brag but <laughs> and it's probably maybe I've just gotten lucky too because there's 275 episodes so uh-huh. maybe just the people who bring up random ones happen to bring up ones I remember right well, let's uh, on that note. I want to uh, I want to test your knowledge a little bit on Cheers. Yeah. Oh shit. So we, we we do something on here normally called the Christmas quiz. Yeah. And uh, so, but and it has a theme song. But before we launch into that theme song, that theme song has its own theme song. The actual theme song. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's normally the Christmas quiz, but knowing that you are a Cheers fanatic, I felt let's let's not do uh, the typical Christmas quiz. Let's do a Cheers quiz. Oh man. <laughs> Ask me a couple of Christmas questions too. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, they're, nor- they're normally obscure, like weird uh, Christmas. I'll have to think of something, but let's let's uh, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's see what happens here. No pressure, you know. Oh, tons of pressure. You can't <laughs> you can't walk around telling everybody you know everything about Cheers and then <laughs> flunk the first. Well, that's time. what it is. I I do this stupid show about Christmas, and then people come in and talk up, start throwing out Christmas songs that I've never even heard, like almost every episode. So. <laughs> I understand. Do you know the song Christmas All Over Again by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers? No, and those are two things I love, Christmas and Tom Petty. And I don't think I know that one. Uh, I know a couple of real obscure, like, all country. Is that on a a record? It's not on a Heartbreakers record. It's on a, I think Jeff Lynne made a, there was a period of time where he he was making a Christmas song compilation. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, that was one that was on that. It was on one of those, like the late 90s or whatever, mid-90s. So post-Traveling Wilburys era, but they're still working together. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. Jeff Lynn is the mega-wish kid of rock and roll, (laughs) isn't he? As a kid, though, I remember that first time uh, that the first Traveling Wilburys single came out, and like they would show it on MTV all the time. And he, as a kid, he was the guy who was like, who's that guy? I knew who everyone else was. Yeah, who is that guy? That's yeah. who, who, who is that guy? <laughs> Why is that guy with yeah. those guys? But uh, yeah, and then and as as I got older, then I'm like, oh yeah, he was almost the coolest one of any of them. What? So. No, I said almost. <laughs> that's a hard list. It that's is not a even a list. bad. That's not even a bad list to be last on. No. Exactly. I've I've said it on here before. I'm not. Uh, I'm on board with everyone, but I'm not in that group. But I'm not. I'm not really a Dylan guy. That's okay. Yeah. You can not be a Dylan guy and still like twenty five Dylan albums. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the weird part about Dylan. It's. 
Like, I don't know. I Like, Dylan is like Elmore Leonard. Like, I, so? li- I like Elmore Leonard, but I don't know if I've read all the books. Okay. And some of the books I read, I don't like. Uh-huh. And some of them I really like. Right. So, and, like, I don't know if I'd... I probably have more Dylan albums than Petty albums, but really? I don't have all the Dylan albums. Yeah. There's, like, 70. Uh-huh. I yeah, probably got just, 30 He's of just them. a guy I've never been able to get to. I, I get into i know that oh, i have legend I, and all this stuff but i, I own 30 i probably listen to 10 right with some semblance of regularity yeah so if i if i was forced to rank the traveling wolfers member i would actually put dylan last i would put jeff lynn last only because he made those four guys sound he slicked them up uh-huh and that was his fault Right, you know how that that they, band started, they, right? Yeah, an accident, right? At a stoplight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, sort of. But yeah, I guess like George Harrison was wanted to record a, a B side for his new album, and got all those guys to come in and do it. And then I guess the label heard it and was like, "No, this isn't a B side." Well, it's it's before that, uh, Tom Petty and Jeff Lynn were ended up at the same red light. Yeah. And Jeff Lynn was like, I'm on my way to George's house to record a song for him. He was producing that album. Yeah, yeah. So he just, so Petty just went over there. Mm-hmm. I see. That's how Petty got involved. Right. So I see, you've watched Running Down a Dream. So a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's the best. If anyone's not seen it, watch that documentary because it, even if you, I feel like even if you're not a big Tom Petty guy, no, it's you don't, pretty great. A well done music documentary, you don't have to be a fan of the band. No. If you are a fan, if you're kind of a fan of Tom Petty, you'll love it. Yeah. If you're a fan of cool documentaries, you'll love it. Yeah. Because you just, I didn't know, I, I enjoyed him, but I didn't know how much of just like kind of a badass he is. Like he just did what a he badass. wanted to do. Your and, your guy's record contract was affected by him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, 20 <laughs> years ago. 20 years before you signed your record contract, they had to change how they did it because of him. Yeah. So that's pretty rad. Who yeah. else who else changes the way an entire industry does something just mm-hmm. because he got just because he got pissed off. Yeah. And in 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 an industry <laughs> that's so heavy on looks and stuff and just all this he just kind of, you know, he's well, a, now, he's a guy now. That, right. Now well, I feel like even maybe back then maybe not to the extent that it is now, but you know, he was always just the guy that kind of, you know, Wearing jeans and a t-shirt, maybe some sort of jacket with that, but nothing like extravagance or anything. And he would just kind of go out and do his thing. You got to look like how you sound. Right. And I don't think anybody has ever looked so much like how they sounded (laughs) as him. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that. If you had never seen him and only heard the songs you would probably picture somebody that kind of looked like Tom Petty. <laughs> Even, just on accident. Yeah. I remember my my intro to him as a kid, I feel like the first time I knew of him was that Don't Come Around Here No More video. Even though he'd been around for a while, but just like that was my introduction as a kid. That was a lot of people's introduction. Yeah. You know, that was a huge video. It was. But I, I will say that's probably my least favorite of his songs. Oh. Well, that's it's. I love it, but I don't it's know okay. why. You can, no, you can I, love it. 
Yeah, I like that it sounds so different from everything else he's done. Yeah. But couldn't be anybody else but him. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking about when it, because I think that documentary was like on TV the other day and I was watching it. Yeah. That, yeah. That, uh, it is. That's just for me, that's like a little, if I were to put on just like his greatest hits or something, like that's kind of one of the songs I would skip. Just, that's just me. That's fair. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue. (laughs) That seems like a waste of time. (laughs) Maybe I should argue. I mean, I've managed to hold this quiz off this long. I know. I forgot we opened this up. Explain yourself. Let's keep. I make you talk about. I make you defend your. Don't come around here. No more stance. I'll still take it over a million other songs, but just as far as Tom Petty goes, that's it's low on my list. That's all I'm saying. I feel feel like I I fucked up and should have done a Tom Petty podcast (laughs) and not a Cheers podcast. It's easier to do a Cheers podcast because there's more. Yeah. And he, I just saw too that he he got his first number one album last week, which is crazy. Yeah, the closest uh, the closest it came was a uh, "Damn the Torpedoes" was a huge seller. Yeah, but the it came out at the same time as the Wall, oh, and really? the Wall okay. the Wall rode number one for a long time, and Petty rode number two for a long time. Yeah, but I mean this. It's also it's a little. I think it's a little easy. You don't have to sell as many albums to have a number one album now. No, definitely not. Like, yeah, I think I think it sold like a hundred and thirty thousand copies or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. And meanwhile, damn the torpedoes got was like certified platinum in the first week, probably not the first week, but like well. within the first like within the first <laughs> like seven weeks or something like something mm-hmm. like just a ridiculous number of records sold, but not number one. But it was it was nice. Weird Al got his first number one. Yep. Two weeks later. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, got theirs. I know. It kind of it gives me it gives me a little bit of hope. Not much, but it gives me a little bit. Because uh, yeah, those uh, and it's a great album too. I don't know if you've heard it yet. I, I listened to some of it the other day. I, I did like I because I, I haven't kept up with him as much as uh, or wait, are you talking Tom Petty or Weird Al? Tom Petty. Okay. Uh, yeah, I listened to a bit of it the other day, and I did like it. Because I hadn't really kept up. I haven't heard a lot of the newer stuff. Because does he still... I mean, I don't ever listen to the radio. Does he still get hits? Not outside of Los Angeles. Okay. There's no no radio stations play new songs by old bands anymore. Mm-hmm. The oldest band you'll get is like Pearl Jam or something. Right. Guns N' Roses. But that's not even... Wait, that's not even fair because it's not... There's no new Guns N' Roses songs. No. So, like, I remember in Cincinnati, I heard, like, when that Pearl Jam album came out last summer or last fall, uh-huh. they played they played a song off that a, f- a few times I was aware of. But that's it. Like, that's like, but then this is also a, a radio station that didn't play Pearl Jam for <laughs> 10 years. Like, didn't skip so, so many singles they wouldn't play. Yeah. Now they play this. And I don't know. I don't know if. There just isn't a radio station for that anymore, which is kind of horseshit. Because I remember in '99, the album that came out in '99, I would hear, I would hear songs. Which record was that? Echo. Yeah, see, I don't even remember that. I feel like the last really like newest record that I even like can recall hearing songs off of was Wildflowers. Well, that's which is twenty years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's got the twentieth anniversary comes out this year uh-huh. at Christmas time. 
It's a double. It has it has ten new songs. I'm very excited. Nice. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's 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 get into this. Let's get into this uh, quiz here. Let's just let's see okay. what happens. Let's see what happens. I got the same towel, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. That's a lot of drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of well was my thing for a while there. Being a drummer. Yeah. Or collecting drumsticks. <laughs> What if I look and it just got like this show that you caught it in the crowd? You're just constantly seeing. <laughs> oh yeah, all those. I just caught those at shows. You're just, you're just constantly seeing ska bands at the El Cid. <laughs> all right. Question number one: Who was the first choice to play Frazier? And you get some multiple multiple choice here. If that I don't helps. need it. John Lithgow. You're all right. Yeah. Is that right? Yep, yeah. that's right. I love that I didn't have to read it. I wondered if that might happen with these, if I don't even have to read you options. So, yeah, one for one. I should have took the options just because <laughs> I set the bar kind of high. You did. There's uh, just five questions here. And I, right. I, I have confidence in you. You might get our first perfect score here. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, just a true or false here. Uh, the fact that Woody Harrelson plays a character named Woody is just a coincidence. True. True is correct. Yeah, which is, that's real weird. I didn't know that until when <laughs> trying to find some questions to come up with. I had no idea. I do know that the uh, the guy from Grizzly Man apparently else almost got that role. Really? You know what I'm talking about? No. Have you ever seen that documentary? No. It, first it's a all, documentary about a, a guy that gets killed by bears, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that. <laughs> like I've heard, I've heard great things about it, but I don't want to watch a guy get killed by well, bears. Well, you don't see it. You don't see him get killed. It's enough to know that it happens, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's... a movie. It's a movie where you get to know this character, right? Uh huh. But he does not live through the movie for real. Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's crazy. But he also pretty crazy and. uh he yeah, actually, I mean, you don't... he talks about this in the movie that he auditioned for that part and apparently almost got it. And, and instead, he got he got this part. Yeah, where is <laughs> Werner Herzog falling around as he this guy hung out with bears? Pretty much. That's a real sliding door situation, <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, all right, so you're two for two. Uh, question three: What is the name of the bar that was the actual? inspiration for cheers oh bull and finch i love it didn't even have to read it once again yep <laughs> three for three you're killing it <laughs> uh yeah and apparently that's actually what they use in the exterior shots and uh yeah that's that's all i had to add to that <laughs> i thought i had more than i misread something uh all right Question four. Norman was actually Norm's middle name. Hillary. <laughs> this is my favorite thing that's happened. <laughs> yep. All right. Only one more question. I'm at 80% right now, so I pass. No, you've gotten everything right so far. I know, I know, but oh, there's, but even, there's right, five right, questions. Right, right. Gotcha. I got, I'm four for five, which that's a three for five is 60. That's an F. Mm -hmm. I think you got this, though. I, hope, I, I think I, I feel okay about it, but yeah. Um, so 
who appeared on the show longer, Diane or Rebecca? Rebecca. Boom. That was a perfect Christmas quiz. You put in the world that you are always, but it's not about Christmas. It's about the TV show Cheers. Speaking of Cheers, you're going to hear the Cheers from the people that listen to the podcast. They're going to be impressed by the way we were the best at the Christmas quiz. Congratulations. Jeff Tate. We don't need all that fanfare, but I just thought I'd give it to you for a second. But you didn't seem that excited, so. No, I was pretty excited. I, I feel a tremendous amount of relief. <laughs> that was impressive. And that was the Cheers edition of the Christmas Quiz. We just found out how smart she was because you took the Christmas Quiz. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive stuff. I literally did not read you any options. You just knew them all. I forgot that there was even multiple choice <laughs> after the first one. The Hillary one's impressive. I remember that. Uh, yeah. I did not remember that. I had, that was a fact I stumbled across online. Well, that happened, but that was in the episode where Vera gets a job as a hat girl at Melville's. So she starts telling all the. Uh, she's just hanging out there. So she, you don't ever see her. She's always upstairs. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah she, she was kind of a nanny from the Muppet Babies on that show. Yeah. <laughs> you never saw her face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the nanny. <laughs> um, I got. I got to ask you about this because you and I met each other doing Douglas movies a month or so ago. Yeah. And uh, just last week, I think, I was listening to you on again from the uh, Traverse City Film <laughs> Festival, which I think is the only episode I've heard Doug kick someone off the panel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I was both surprised and not surprised at the same time, because the whole time while listening to it, I was like, how are they putting up with this guy? We weren't. It was... <laughs> The guy ended up being a nice guy, but he was a he was just a maniac on the show, <laughs> just out of control. He got drunk. He wouldn't shut up. Yeah, he had something to say about everything. And and the something to say was always this. It was the same beat. It was just here's why I don't like this. Here's yeah. why I don't like that. I got. I don't think I ever vocally defended that fourth Indiana Jones movie before but <laughs> well, that's right I forgot you at did that, that point I was so upset that I was just like I'm, I'm gonna fucking I first of all I don't like it when people go on a show just to shit on stuff yeah and what diff like the fourth Indiana Jones movie it wasn't bad it wasn't terrible you know what I I forgot you brought that up and I'm actually glad you did because I'm I'm with you on that I don't I don't think you know, I'll agree that it's not the best of those movies, but no. it, I don't hate it like everyone else does. I wish every movie was like Indiana Jones. Right. I mean, Indiana Jones was so cool. I like the character of Indiana Jones so much that I'll watch any knockoff Indiana Jones. Mm. So I like Sahara because it's kind of like Indiana Jones. I've never seen Sahara. It's not very good, but it's a <laughs> treasure hunter. There's right. It's McConaughey. Okay. Uh, back when that wasn't a selling point, and it was McConaughey and Steve Zahn, they were they were trying to find some uh, the Confederate 
there was like a Confederate warship. It doesn't matter. Anyway, it's a knockoff Indiana Jones type character. And I like Indiana Jones so much, I saw that movie and I like that movie. Mm-hmm. And the National Treasure movies, I love those movies because the guy's kind of like Indiana Jones. Yeah. So now they made this Indiana Jones movie that was kind of like an Indiana Jones movie. Totally on board. Yeah. Everyone bitched about the aliens. Didn't bother me at all. No. Not a bit. You realize there were biblical ghosts. Exactly. In the, in the good People's one. People's faces melted. In the good one. Yeah. In the one that is widely regarded as it's the Empire Strikes Back of the series. The right. one that's like it's a great movie, but it's also the one that you would that might make a list of best films. Yeah. And biblical ghosts melted Nazis' faces <laughs> in that one. And Aliens is going to be unbelievable. Yeah. I, I don't get that argument that everybody had. I've had this conversation many times. You think the big thing that stood out to me that was the thing I hated about it was that fucking scene where they're swinging on the vines with all the monkeys? Yeah, just skip it. <laughs> I know. Except that was the that was the scene I had an issue with. Like, yeah, the alien stuff it's didn't not bother great. me at all. It didn't need to happen. I didn't love that. My my actual least favorite part about that scene was that apparently it took seeing the monkeys do that for the people to be like, oh, we could we we could do what the monkeys do. <laughs> like if they had just if the people just started swinging, it's vine to vine. Like how do you need to watch monkeys do that and be like, oh, we maybe we should do that. That part was dumb. I don't love Shia LaBeouf being in it, but he didn't bother me in it. Yeah, um, I don't ever get real pissed off if if people get because people did this to the Lone Ranger too. Like people got mad at the Lone Ranger and decided they weren't going to like the movie. Uh, Months before they ever started filming it, yeah. like it was like the casting is people were like, "No, you know what? This is stupid, and it's going to be dumb." And then when you when you've spent a year convinced this thing is going to be dumb, right? Then you're just going to talk about how it's dumb. Yeah. So there's people like Doug don't like the Lone Ranger whenever we talk about it on his show, <laughs> but it's not because Johnny Depp's not a Native American or whatever. Is because he just uh, like he thinks the movie's stupid, and that's fine. But there are other people uh, that argue the Johnny Depp, like, why is Johnny Depp in this movie? Like, who cares? Right. That's what made you mad. I uh, I can't. I have not seen it. And that's it's it. but, not great. But a guy rode a horse onto a train. The train was moving. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. Also, on that note, I've had this conversation with many people. Name me lots of good movies that Johnny Depp is in. Lots of them? Yeah. Like, give me more than Blow. three. Because everyone raves about him. And I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I can give but, you three. Yeah. But can you give me much more than that? I can tell you the names of the Johnny Depp movies I like. First of all, you're talking to me, so realize that uh, all I like all four pirate movies. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you already passed the quota there. Donnie Brasco, Blow, uh, Fear and Loathing, uh, Nick of Time. I don't even know that one. It's one of those real time movies. I also like real time movies. Uh-huh. And uh, in this movie, Johnny Depp has a daughter 
Christopher Walken and some other bad guys kidnap the daughter and tell Johnny Depp he's got to go kill the governor of California to get his daughter back, and he has 90 minutes to do it in. So it's it's a real time. It came out like 94, 95. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Then there's probably stuff from the 80s. Like yeah, well, I, mean, I, I always give him, you know, Crybaby? Uh, Edward Scissorhands and Ed Wood and... When he plays guys named Ed. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? <laughs> Can I use Nightmare on Elm Street? I mean, that's that's a stretch, but, you know. I mean, I he's know. in it. Yeah. It's not a Johnny Depp movie, though. Right. 21 Jump Street's good. And he was in that movie. Right. For he a was minute. Cameo. Technically, yes. Oh, hang on, let me, uh... Is something happening? girlfriend just got home oh okay i'm not allowed to have boys over so we can't uh, uh -oh. you know we can't let her know do you need me to uh go out the window yeah if you don't mind felice navipod will be right back all right gonna give you a quick break from me to give you a little bit of me it's tony here to tell you that if you do any online shopping on amazon.com let me add a quick extra step to that go to felicenavipod.com Click on the Amazon banner at the top of the webpage and then just uh, proceed to Amazon and shop like you always would. And if you buy anything, a little uh, small percentage of that is going to come to me and Rigby to support the show. Uh, so we would appreciate that. One other quick way you can support the show, we also have a donate button on FeliceNavipod.com. Again, no pressure, but uh, Rigby and I love doing the show. Any help is greatly appreciated. And now, back to Felice Nobby Pod. I did not know that you had <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back movie poster behind Oh, yeah, it was hidden door. behind the door there. Sorry. Yeah. You take it in? You going to give you a moment here? I just was thinking uh, yesterday I had a conversation with somebody about how long it's been since I've seen any of the Star Wars movies. How do you feel about that? Not great. <laughs> I feel like I should. Yeah. It's been a long time. Uh, Star Wars is the first movie I ever remember seeing when I was a kid. The original one? Yeah. Really? I didn't see it in the theater, but uh, like I remember there was a long period of time. My parents had it recorded off of HBO. Okay. Yeah, so there yeah. was a period of time where I thought the HBO thing meant just whenever I would hear that, I thought it, that was just what happened at the beginning of Star Wars. Uh-huh. And I remember being like, yeah, exactly that. And it would, it would like yep. spin around and then uh -huh. become the HBO thing. And I thought that was at the beginning of Star Wars. I also thought that I still kind of think the 20th Century Fox horn thing uh -huh. or whatever, whatever that, whatever the horn thing is that they would play. Yeah, that. That seems to go so seamlessly into the Star Wars music. Which is going to be the weirdest thing about the new ones. Because oh, it's going to have that Disney gonna be 20th Century Fox instead. You think they're going to keep the Disney logo on it? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I feel like it'll still... I feel like it will kind of work, though. It's so it's so like synonymous with that 20th Century Fox logo and theme, but... I feel like the thing that goes before Disney movies, but the Lucasfilm thing is going to be so big too. Like the Disney thing is going to be quick. 
and then yeah. that giant Lucasfilm thing. But I feel like even when they put that up on the prequels, it was a pretty like quick. And there's no music; it just shows that logo. And that's it. The Lucasfilm logo? Yeah. I don't remember. I only saw the prequels one time each. Yeah, that's about all you need. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I forget all about it. I'm gonna pretend it never happened. Yeah, they have their moments. I will see again. I'm I'm uh, I re- I denied it for a long time, and I kept giving it uh, more credit than it deserves. But uh, denied that they were bad. Yeah. I think. Well, I don't think I loved uh, the the moment episode one ended was the most I loved any of the prequels. Right. I was so excited still. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, it just eroded to now where it's like, I don't even, I just pretend it didn't happen. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like, not going to, like, that's an easier way to not let it ruin the first three. <laughs> right. <laughs> where you're just like, yeah, fine, fuck it. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We're, we're talking Star Wars, so I feel like I have to play this theme song. So. Are they really going to talk about Star Wars again? It happens every time that Tony talks to his friends. I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead. I guess we're really gonna talk about Star Wars again. Star Wars comes up a lot on the show. Well, it's impossible not to. Star Wars. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Feel free to continue now. <laughs> there are there are like seventy things in this room <laughs> to make me think about Star Wars. I know, I know. But I, yeah. I probably wouldn't have brought it up like in a in a vacuum. I doubt I, I mention it. I understand. I probably bring it up once every f- two years <laughs> when it's not <laughs> on the wall. Yeah. And uh, we talked about this recently with somebody is that as bad as episode one is and everybody hates it so much, there's like a weird I had I do have a weird nostalgia for it that I'm not going to say it's totally watchable, but it's kind of watchable if you can somehow get past Jar Jar. Uh, nope. Oh, I forgot about Jar Jar entirely. <laughs> Holy crap. I forgot about him until because this last, moment. It's the last one that doesn't just feel like a cartoon. The other ones were all green screen and CGI characters and yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's also it was it also came out 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, which is real crazy <laughs> that it's already been that long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, I was excited when they said that they were re-releasing the the original trilogy, or they were going to re-release them all in 3D. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because I always, whenever something's out in 3D, there's always something that's showing it not in 3D. Uh-huh. So I could just go see Star Wars and Empire and Jedi on a movie screen again. Uh-huh. And then they pulled the plug after the first two. The first one. First one, they only did Phantom the first one? the only one that actually happened. And they never did the rest of them because... It was right around then when they sold it, yeah. And they were, and they were like, "Well, we're gonna make more now, yeah." So we don't just have to keep trotting out this these ones, uh-huh. even though I'm hoping that they, I still hope they do. I will never see it in 3D, but there will be a small, there will be there will be a 2D showing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about the new ones being in 3D, but I'm sure. It's I'm gonna... sure they are, and I, I'm yeah. positive I won't see it in 3D. Yeah, are you? You're a 3D hater. Not a hater. I can't do it. I wish I could, because when I see it, like the moments when it really works, uh-huh. I'm like it's totally rad. 
And if they can figure out how to do it where I don't have to wear the glasses. Because I figured out uh, a slouch in a movie theater. Okay. And the glasses have to be uh, level with the screen or it doesn't work. And I didn't realize that until I had like seen three 3D movies and it was all blurry and awful. Uh-huh. And then there was one and then like then I saw one where I realized that that you have to stay level. But I don't want to stay level. I want to slouch. <laughs> so There's a lot of science gonna... that goes into this. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, eventually they'll have it where you don't have to wear the glasses at all. I honestly don't know why they don't make something. They don't make this they, these are just lenses on my eyes that make those pictures do that. Why can't they put those? Why, why can't they put that on the screen somehow? I've thought about that. Is it is it one of those things that I wondered if maybe it's gonna look different for everyone, no matter like depending on where you're sitting? Probably. There's the probably issue. something like that, but it's still like I just don't. It also doesn't matter that much to me that it's in 3D. <laughs> no, I'm with. I'm I'm not a uh, 3D hater i i I just kind of don't care like if someone wants to go and they want to go to the 3d one i'm fine with that if they want to go to not 3d also fine with that i'm fine with letting them go to the 3d one and i will go to the other one across the hall that is not in 3d yeah i don't i'm not gonna talk them out of it i got you i also don't like why do we have to sit by each other that also drives me batty (laughs) yeah i'm not i'm not a fan of of going to movies with a large group of people because I don't understand what the point of it is. You're not hanging out. That's a large group is always terrible, but a, even a small group and it's like, oh, there's no, there's there, like if it's full or whatever, like there's not enough. We can't uh-huh. find four seats together. Like who cares? <laughs> if you, if I don't, I'm not going to talk to you till this is over. Right. And if you want to talk before this is over, then I'm glad you can't sit by me. Go talk to some strangers. I don't want you ruining this for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I understand. I like going to the movies during the day by myself. I, I yeah, I uh, I haven't got the chance to do that in a while. But yeah, I I I have no issue with that at all. I used to do it on tour a lot. It's like, the best on tour. Yeah, when you're just trying to fill an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Was it when you would do that? Was that because? Uh, like, would that be on a travel day or an off day? Uh, well, not a travel day, but, like, did you have to be off to be able to go? didn't necessarily have to be. They, they tended to happen more on off days. But sometimes, you know, you might uh, go in the afternoon, like, when you know that, okay, this isn't, if I went to this, it's not going to interfere with sound check or anything else like that. I have this big window of time. I don't need to be anywhere, so I can go to a movie. But, yeah. Do you have, and this is because I've never been in a band or played music, do you... <coughs> Is your sound check more extensive than everyone else's because you have more things, or is it less extensive because it's drums? Because it's might, uh, might oh, be, oh, you're you talking that route. Um, like, do you have to? Yeah, I mean, maybe like drums will take a little bit longer to do the the check because yeah, the the sound guy will usually start going through individual drums like, all right, give me the kick drum, and then that takes a minute. And like, all right, now give me the snare. All right, now give me the toms. All right, now do cymbals. And the, and then once they get through all that, then it's like, okay, now give me everything together. And then, you know, then they move to the bass or the guitar. And when they do that, it's like, give me clean and give me dirty. And that's about it. And then that, would they have to do it uh, with the drums also uh, to see how Not so much. All that that would normally be like after you get through everyone, then it's like, all right, do a song. Now you do a song. Yeah. All right. 
Oh, so sound check sounds super boring. Sound check oh, yeah, sounds like what you get paid for. <laughs> kind you know of. I mean? Like the oh, show, then... the show is for free. The sound check is why you guys have to pay the money. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's nice, you know, if you're at a certain level, you know, then hopefully you have a crew that does most of that for you. So then, like the crew, like my drum tech would do all that stuff for me, oh. and then I just come out when it's time to play a song, oh, right? A, or maybe a few songs or whatever. Uh, so yeah, it's not. That's a good level. Yeah, it's an all right level. But yeah, when you're doing each thing, honestly, it's worse in the recording studio. Like when you're to getting sounds in the studio, like that process of okay, give me the kick drum. Sometimes that lasts, you know, ten minutes of doing nothing. But boom, boom, boom. Oh man, boom. that sounds awful. <laughs> it's real boring. My sound check is nothing. I hate if I go I go to a college or something like sound checks at five. And then I call, like, I call and I'll be like, oh, I'm not coming to soundcheck. And they're like, you got to come to soundcheck. I go, why don't just walk up and talk yeah, like, into the microphone? Need, it could be anyone to, talking. And if, but some people just, like, they just have no idea. Yeah. And, like, I, it's a guy talking into a mic. Make You go talk into it. Make sure it's louder than it is just out of your mouth. <laughs> and, uh, and if it's a, if it's a, if the mic has a cord, then we're fine. And if it's wireless, then have batteries. <laughs> and I'll be there at eight o'clock. Yeah, I'm that's... coming in at five to talk into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. I don't even know that I've really thought about that of the comedian sound checking. It just seems like a thing anyone can do, and oh, they yeah, probably yeah. should do. It's... And even if you talk at a lower level than the other person, that's an easy fix. Yeah, yeah. Just, just have a like you it. have a sound guy. Yeah, exactly. If I if I talk for a minute, you're like I can't hear him there's nothing you have to do. You just push that thing up a little bit and yep. then you can leave. Yeah. Sound guy at a comedy show. Sounds like a real sweet gig. Like that's not too difficult. Yeah. It's usually doubled up with something else. Guys also something else, but then he just leaves. <laughs> we once, uh, in our early days of touring, we had a, a show in Clinton, Iowa, which first of all, who's even heard of that? And uh, we the show ended up getting canceled because not even the sound guy showed up. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And we had loaded all our gear in and everything, and we were, like, getting ready to sound check. And then the venue was just like, yeah, so I guess our sound guy's not coming. So, uh, so what happens then? They, they canceled the show, and they let us stay. They said we could hang out and do karaoke if we wanted to, and they gave us like some free drinks, and that was the extent of how they made it up to us. Oh man! But not but you guys are like a whole group, and now you're just fucked. Yeah, like, no money, no yeah, yeah. Because no this to was stay. like the very, this was like the first year of touring, so it was like, well, this was a wasted day. We ended up having fun with it, but uh, yeah, not the not the best way to spend your time when you're out there trying to play for people and make a few bucks if you can. No, I know. At least, at least if I do that, I can tend to get some sort of small guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This was this was before those days. And then I, then I, there's there's times when you get that, and then you still have to fight him for it. You're like, yeah, it's not my fault, right? Like you're the one that decided to have comedy in this place, and you're the one that agreed to pay to have me come here, right? So now you have to pay. <laughs> like it costs <laughs> money. But I always say, like we always talk about. uh the shows we would do for free because mm -hmm. doing stand-up is fun. You just got to pay me to be in your town for a week. 
Like right. that's like I don't want to be in your town. Like I don't want to. I want to be where I live, where I'm from. Uh-huh. So the shows like. I don't get paid. To, like we always try to look at it like that. Like I don't get paid to do the show. I get paid to go live and you know be in Clinton, Iowa for a yeah. day. No, that's totally true, for sure. That's it's... gonna be the that's gonna be the best part of that day, anyways. Doing the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's. Yeah, because so many venues are, you know, every now and then you get a venue that is in like a cool area and there's stuff to do during the day. But a lot of the times, at least. At least for bands, like you know, sometimes you're in just in the middle of nowhere. And there's yeah. nothing to walk to. You got to take a cab if you want to go somewhere. Which once you, you get do, outside, but... once you get out, there's like five towns in America where there's something to walk to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, there isn't. I mean, in Cincinnati, Bogarts, that neighborhood. You probably watch that neighborhood change. Yeah, I mean, every there's year. not a whole lot of exciting spots to go around there. It's getting a little bit better now, but. Uh, when I was hanging out in, uh, in that neighborhood, there was, like, some cool stuff on that street. Then it turned into just the worst place. Yeah. And then now it's starting to get better where they're, like, like the college bought, like, half of that four-block stretch mm-hmm. and put up, a bit like, dorms and stuff. Yeah. So it started to be – it got real dangerous for a while. Yeah. It seemed a little shady around there. Now half of it looks great, and the other half is catching up. Yeah. I mostly remember... I feel like all I ever remember doing, when other than being at Bogart's, was maybe occasionally going into the grocery store that was right there. Maybe oh, needed man. needed something. Or... That ridiculous Kroger. There, yeah. And then there was a bar right around the corner. I forget what it was called. It's called, like, Diablo's or something like that. Yeah, I don't think that's there. But there is a place around the corner that has a... There's a place now around the corner that has uh, booze and like breakfast food. Uh huh. That's all. That that's the food they have is breakfast kind of food. Right. And that's that's great. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's a fantastic idea. (laughs) Breakfast food is easy to cook, and everybody wants it. Yeah. I did not experience that place. I only know Kroger. No, it's new. That place is new. (laughs) So if you ever go back. So are you still living there part of the time? Are you kind of back and forth between? I go back and forth. My my girlfriend lives there and my brother and my parents. Okay. So I go back whenever I can. And it's always, most of the clubs I work, I work my way up in. Uh-huh. So it's all, most of the clubs I work are drivable from Cincinnati or within eight hours of Cincinnati. Uh-huh. So I tend to uh, always try to route it. Like somehow, so I can spend a couple of days there. Yeah, so you can get some barley corns time in. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to actually go. Sounds like you, yeah, you have to. You got those gift cards. I got so. those gifts. I got those gift certificates. I get a free meal at barley corns. <laughs> it's just inconvenient. Yeah, because it's, it's literally far a boat, away. Right? It's on the river, and it's. That's, a boat. I don't think that's there anymore. Oh really? I don't think the one on the river is there. Uh, so it is harder to find a barley corns now. <laughs> The day I had to do that with the radio I didn't know station, there was more than one. There, I didn't either. Okay. But the day I went with the radio station, I had to go. It was like into Kentucky, like the still the greater Cincinnati area, but like a lot further away than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Far enough away that I have sixty. It's not a. It's not like an expensive place. Sixty dollars. I could eat like an asshole three times, <laughs> and I still haven't gone. 
Because well, it is inconvenient. <laughs> I hope you make it soon, and I hope you tell me all about it. Oh, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, well, uh, thanks so much for stopping by. Oh, this is it? I I guess, uh, I mean, what do you want to talk about? You got something you want to talk about? We Let's didn't talk, talk about, about Christmas it. at all. Oh, yeah, we didn't, did we? <laughs> <laughs> that happens sometimes. Yeah, let's get let's all right. Let's do that. Let's. Uh, so you grew up in Cincinnati. Yeah, you spent Christmas at Barleycorns every year. Every year, every year. like clockwork. <laughs> we actually call it a Barleycorns day. <laughs> and uh, it was we we did, we would go at like four because that's when they would open. Apparently, <laughs> they did something. Something was going on during the day that they didn't open until four. But we would just go to Barleycorns and eat that buffalo chicken soup. What uh, do you have a uh, like a, a a Christmas that stands out to you over over all the other Christmases? No, I remember there was a Christmas. Uh, I mean, this is probably gonna sound shitty. There was a Christmas like '97, uh, uh, but like my work schedule and my brother was my brother was still in high school. He was a senior, and we ended up not having to do anything. Uh-huh. I think our parents were out of town, but somewhere far away where and we couldn't we did we didn't have to go. I was old enough to not like I had to work and I wasn't in school and uh so he got to stay home and we just we made like like we put like oven pizza like DiGiorno or whatever mm-hmm. and we rented three movies. One of them was Die Hard with a Vengeance. The other two I'll never remember, but for some reason I remember that. And we just watched movies all day, and we didn't have to go over to the grandparents' house and deal with the people, like the cousins and the aunts and uncles. Like, it's our family, but it's it's like it's stressful. It's always stressful when it's all of when all of a family is in the same building. Yeah, it's stressful. One at a time. I see them now uh, that I'm old. I see them. I see my aunts and uncles one at a time. I see my cousins in smaller groups. It's a lot. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot less pressure it's a lot easier to deal with but man you put everybody in the same house it just sucks and that was like right around the time when we realized oh we just don't have to go fuck this we don't have to go (laughs) so we stayed home and now i like it and we always had uh like i was married and had the same uh i was with my wife for 10 years so she had her family christmas plans where it was always the same, like Christmas Eve was at this guy at this uh, side of the family, and Christmas morning was at her brother's house, and Christmas Day night was at her other side of the family. So we started doing, with my parents, we would do Christmas on the twenty third. Okay. And now I don't have the wife anymore, but we still do it on the twenty third, and it's great. Uh-huh. It's in Christmas Day, like I. I started this thing three years ago where I watched three Tommy Lee Jones movies on Christmas Day. That's what I do. Okay. I just get stoned and I watch Tommy Lee Jones movies. And it just seems like it started as a, it started on accident. I didn't even realize that I had done it the first time because it wasn't (laughs) like, it was just like dumb luck, like not even dumb luck. Like it just, you don't even realize that it's, they don't, seem like like men in black doesn't seem like a Tommy Lee Jones movie right but it was something like it was like I'd watch men in black and then uh uh the fugitive, fugitive yeah. yeah and 
and I watched The Fugitive, then I want to watch U.S. Marshals, and it's on the same DVD that in my collection. Uh-huh. It's I have the two pack, and then I realized oh, I just watched three Tommy Lee Jones movies. He's in all three, coincidentally. So then the next year, I was like, I wonder if I I might try to do that again. Do you read movies at all, or do you? I uh, probably will, but he's been in like seventy. I haven't right. yet. <laughs> I watched The Client. Uh, uh, in the in, into the electric mist, I think is it's called. It's either into the electric mist or in the electric mist. Yeah, I don't know that one. He's like a some sort of private detective with John Goodman is also in it. This is a pretty good movie. And then, uh, ah, shit, there was something else. But there's like there's a cowboy movie. Uh, there's in the Valley of Eli. Uh, no Country for Old Men. I can't now. I can't even remember. It's been, but this is like right. three Christmases in a row. Uh huh. That's what I do. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Fugitive is one of those movies that if it's on, I will watch it every single time it's on. Every time, like we've talked about it enough. Like we talked about Star Wars forever, but I'm probably gonna watch The Fugitive tonight. <laughs> I kind of want to now. I'm gonna so. skip through because I don't like watching his wife get killed at the beginning, and basically I just and I don't like like the trial scenes really stress me out because <laughs> uh, that's like the most terrifying thing in any movie is that that might happen to somebody <laughs> uh-huh. like I'm way I'm way more scared of somebody thinking I killed my wife because I got I was framed <laughs> and I just like something like I just can't like I, I left my phone somewhere so somebody used my phone and now I'm fucked and I can't get out of this <laughs> frame and then i go to prison forever for killing my wife and i gotta hope that a train hits the bus so i can solve it that's way scarier than uh freddy krueger right <laughs> for sure and that's a weird movie too that to watch it now because there's a lot of people that were like nobody at the time that because like jane lynch is in that movie jane lynch uh yeah, he, uh, there's a couple of people on his team. Mm-hmm. There's, I know the uh, the woman that played Rose on Lost is in that movie. Also. I never saw Lost. All right, yeah, I was a big Lost guy. So the well, I feel I, like I got vindicated. I always, I always wished I had been watching as it was going on because people would talk about it. Uh-huh. And then when it ended, I was like, oh, I did okay. I did a good thing. Like, I, I don't did. know though. In in hearing you, it sounds like you and I. Uh, are defenders of things that a lot of people don't seem to like, <laughs> and I, uh, I'm okay with the way Lost ended. Yeah, yeah. What it feels like it's one of those things where <clears throat> I think people were disappointed in the way Lost ended because that had been an option already. Yeah. Like it was something right, right. you could think of, and you were hoping that it. Like people that were watching it were hoping that the ending wasn't something they could think of. Yeah. Like and okay, in the fourth Indiana Jones, it took it was like ninety minutes into the movie before there's supposed to be that big reveal that uh Shia LaBeouf is Indy's son. Uh-huh. No one was surprised by it. And like like that felt like the least surprising big reveal, but it was like uh, set up as if it was mm-hmm. like she had not been telling him <clears throat> as if anybody didn't know that that was what was going to happen. It wasn't a surprise at all. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. 
if he was Indiana Jones's brother. That's what I was hoping would happen. I was like, he's probably going to be a son, but God damn it, it'd be cool if... Because in the third Indiana Jones, they had established that Indiana Jones and his dad both banged that German lady. Okay. Elsa? Uh-huh. It's been a while since I've watched that one. I need to rewatch that. Uh, so maybe you just go back a little bit further, and they had done it before also. Mm-hmm. And so if she was like, if if that lady, if Marion was like, he's your brother, like your half-brother. Like, I banged your dad before he died 25 years ago, and I had this kid. That would have been great. Like, just that little that little thing doesn't really change anything, but right. it just actually makes it a surprise. Yeah, yeah. People would have, in the theater, been like, what? Instead of like, oh, okay. <laughs> I saw The Sixth Sense on acid and didn't know that we were supposed to think Bruce Willis was alive. <laughs> And that is a wildly disappointing way to watch that movie. I thought he was dead the whole time. Because I thought, I thought we were supposed to know he was dead the whole time. Mm. You see him get shot. Right. I know that is the weirdest movie that so many people, myself included, did not see that coming. Like, why do you – why? It I didn't see like it, it, I didn't see it coming. I didn't, yeah. What I didn't see coming was that they were going to reveal that he was dead. Right. They, no, were, they I, were like, what? And like the guy I was with was like, what? Can you believe he's dead? I was like, that was what. It wasn't the movie. It was the guy next to me that gave me the big twist. Was like, what the fuck? You didn't know he was dead? That's incredible. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks so much for coming by. Uh, do you have anything uh, coming out? Do you want to uh, let everybody know? Any plugs? I know you have your, the podcasts and all that. Well, I got my but... podcast, and uh, it's called Afternoon, Everybody. And I talk, uh, and I got two albums on iTunes and uh, Twitter, I guess. Twitter is where, if you want to see me live, it, you'll find out on Twitter. Yeah. G E O F F T A T E 96. Yeah. Class of 96. Are you class of 96? I am class of 96. Yeah, I actually yeah. wondered if that was why that was your... Uh... Yeah, class of 96, you bitches. <laughs> I also have to touch on this real quick before we're done. So did uh, the whole Queensryche thing really... was the, Did that suck for you? Well, I've been hearing about that guy since I was 10 years old. <laughs> uh, I was never... Uh, I was Jeff never Pink a big fan Jeff of the Jeff band, Jeff. but the band is not for me, so I can't. Right. I never no, say I'm if it's good there. or bad. That's just not my thing. But did you? Was there a period where everyone thought it was hilarious to bring that up to you? Uh, it's it's been, since I was ten years old. Yeah, everyone. There's always uh, the radio going on the radio sucks when it's a station I haven't been on. <laughs> they 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 want to talk about that forever. I did meet Jeff Tate. Yeah. Uh, Earlier this year in Cincinnati, he came in. He was doing, he did a show at Bogarts. Okay. Of course. And he did. Uh, they were interviewing him on the radio. And I know the guy that was interviewing him. And he called me up and was like, You should come to the station at like 1 30 today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I showed up. I didn't know, I didn't know why. And then he's like, All right, here's what's going to happen. And then they walked in. I was like, That's fucking Jeff Tate. <laughs> And it was like the, it was great. It was because we didn't really even talk about like we talked to each other. Yeah. For most of it, and he's aware of me. Oh yeah. 
it's I have the I have the same name, so I'm sure right. that there's been Googled situations. Yeah, yeah. He's probably got a wife or a girlfriend that Googled him, and uh, it's like, who's this guy? There's my headshot has shown up on his gigs before. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Some you know some 19 year old right. guy works at a winery, uh-huh. and the boss is like, hey kid, go make a flyer for Jeff for Jeff Tate. He's doing an acoustic performance. So I just Google image search Jeff Tay headshot. I have something called a headshot. I don't know if bands do or what that's called, but mine is called a headshot. So if you Google that, my, yeah, yeah. my pic- pictures of me show up also. <laughs> they would use mine. The dumbest one was um, VH1 Classic. Um, if you go to VH1Classic.com, there's a section of the website that shows that it's like a link through to – uh, VH1 Classic Artist Dates. So there was, uh, and they were they were using my dates for a while. Oh, really? On uh, his name, yeah. Because they would play like a Queensryche video. And then I guess they, on their website they had a bunch of like a catch-all information if you wanted to find out about more of these <laughs> bands from 30 years ago. So the people would click, like, if you click, there was a period of time where if you would click on his to get his dates on VH1Classic.com, a fucking television station, <laughs> it would look, it looked like, it was like, oh, he's going to Cap City in Austin, and he's doing, uh, you know, the punchline in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like, these are all comedy clubs. How do you not know that these are comedy clubs? <laughs> Musicians don't do comedy clubs. They do rock and roll venues. They rarely do five nights in the same town. <laughs> and I'm 30 years his junior. That's probably not true. I'm probably 20 years younger than him, but it's pretty great though. Yeah, because I had not not to that extent, but I had the uh, unfortunate circumstance of uh, my family moved from Michigan to Virginia as I was starting high school, and my name is Tony Thaxton, and I was the new kid in school. And right at that same time, Tony Braxton became very popular, and so everyone thought they were so clever. Oh, Anytime time they hear the new kid's name. Oh, what? Tony Braxton? Yeah. There's a football player named Dorsey Levins or something. That might not even yeah. be his name. But, no, that, uh, that, I remember that name. Uh, that's a name, but I don't know. <coughs> it might not be the right one. Oh, okay. Anyway, there was a guy that played for the Bengals, and his fucking leg got broke. And my brother cleaned his carpets. <laughs> my brother was briefly a carpet cleaner. Uh-huh. And uh, Tony Braxton was at that dude's house. Oh, really? <laughs> Just yeah. randomly as your brother went to clean carpets? Yeah, the, the house was supposed to be empty. So they clean. So they go in and clean the carpets. You're like you leave for the day. Yeah. But you know, you leave for ten hours. When you come back, it's all dry. It's fine. But she was still there. She started yelling at him. She, she Is she from that sleep. area, or was she just randomly there? Yeah, she was just fucking this football player for some reason. <laughs> this broken legged football player. Nice. Right. Yeah, that's really unfortunate, Tony Braxton. Yeah. Thankfully, she's kind of faded away now. I don't get it as much anymore, but. It still comes up from time to time. Yeah, and it's just too bad that like, was that was she on? She was on the, was she on that Bullworth soundtrack song? <laughs> I, with, I uh, don't know. Nas and uh, are you talking about the Ghetto Superstar? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. That's not her. No. Who was? Who's that? the girl on that? I thought That's it was Tony Braxton. Let's see here. I don't think so. It's uh... so she did. She couldn't even hold it together for four years. <laughs> they found a better Tony Braxton by 1997. It was Maya. I don't. Even, I barely oh, wow. remember her. 
They found a better Tony Braxton by 1997. Well, they found a better Maya by <laughs> 2009, and then or by 99. And that was Aaliyah. We all know how that ended. <laughs> yes, we do. And this is how this ends. How's that for a transition? That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> all right, man. Jeff Tate, good to see you. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for having me, dude. See you, man. All right. That's going to do it yet again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Jeff Tate. You heard his plugs. I already thanked him. Let me just do the usual blah, blah, blah at the end. I'm on Twitter at Tony Thaxton. Instagram at Tony Thaxton. Uh, TonyThaxton.com. Funny enough, is my website. FeliceNavipod.com. And uh, also wanted to let you guys know, if you enjoy the silly little songs that I write and record on here and uh, have any desire to have me write one for you, I'm now a part of Downright. And uh, you can check out Downright. It's D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com. Uh, me and a bunch of other uh, musicians, uh, former guest Matt Pryor from a few weeks ago, also on the site. You can have him write you a song. You can have me write you a song. Uh, check out that website, downright.com, and uh, you know, find me under the artists section and uh, let me know what you want and maybe we can make something happen. But yeah, I'm excited to be a part of that, so check that out. I also want to let you know that the live episode of the Star Wars Minute that I was on uh, is now out on iTunes and StarWarsMinute.com, so take a listen to that. That was super fun. Uh, Nothing else going on, nothing coming up, other than Christmas will be December 25th. So that's going to do it for Feliz Pod this week. My name has been Tony Taxon. That has been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas from Feliz Navi Pod.